You're listening to Parenting with Emotional Intelligence, a subset of the Living and Leading with Emotional Intelligence podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Nicole, the founder of Catalyst for Change, LLC, Generation EQ, and author of The EQ Deficiency. If you find the information in this podcast valuable and want to learn more about how you too can incorporate these essential skills in your family's lives, I welcome you to contact me personally and we can have a chat. You can find my personal calendar link and contact information in today's show notes. Let's talk about how to avoid repeating our parents' less ideal parenting techniques and behaviors. Even the best of parents have made their share of mistakes and could have handled certain situations differently. It's just part of being human. And while we may not hold resentment around how our parents did things, that also doesn't mean that we want to carry on all of their behaviors and ways of doing things, right? So that said, you may have professed at some point in your life, I will never do or say blank that my parents used to say or do. I've been there. I've done that. And I used to say, I never want to be as anxious as my mom and worry about things that are trivial, or I'll never be as quick to react or hold a grudge as my dad and his side of the family has been known to do. But guess what? I was frequently reminded in my teen years and early twenties by friends and family of just how much like my parents I was. Have you ever been there? And how does that make you feel? When you hear from another person that you're exhibiting the very patterns and behaviors that you disliked in your own parents or caregivers. If you are like I was, I would become defensive and reply, I am nothing like them. Only to now reflect back and realize, no, I was a mirror image of their mannerisms. But why? Why would any of us exhibit the very behaviors and habits that we dislike or even despise in others. Well, if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you may have a clue or already know the answer to this question. And that is we learn through modeled behavior. Have you ever heard monkey see, monkey do? Well, humans see, humans do. And this starts at a young age. When I was an early childhood teacher, One thing that I would pay close attention to was how children spoke to dolls and stuffed animals during playtime, and even their peers. Oftentimes, they would model the exact same encouragement or discipline that their own parents practiced with them. If your child ever played schoolhouse at home and had you play the role of the student, there's a good chance how they teach you or how they taught you is how they have been taught by either their current teacher or prior teachers. So in short, the reason we find ourselves doing and saying things that we swore we would never do is because it's been encoded in us through modeling from a young age. And in order to break these habits and traits, we must reprogram our brains, breaking the strong neural pathways that have been reinforced throughout the years and create new ones. And here is how we do that. First, bring awareness to what you want to change. What do you find yourself saying and doing that you no longer want to say or do? And ask yourself, what is the objective behind each of these actions or statements? It's likely that just like your parents, you're doing and saying these things with good intention and purpose. 
even though it may not be the most effective or emotionally intelligent way of doing things. For example, let's say you find yourself saying to your child, what's wrong with you? Stop doing that. And then you feel terrible after you say it and remember what it felt like to hear those same words from your own parents. So here are important things to note and questions to ask and answer in order to make changes to these undesirable behaviors. First, realize there's a reason behind everything we say or do, none of which makes you a bad person. Instead, we're a person trying to meet a need or solve a problem with ineffective, undesirable, and sometimes harsh or harmful words and behaviors. That said, we need to identify the need or purpose behind our words and actions and become aware of any triggers that may have aided in our reaction. So ask yourself, what prompted this response? Was it something your child did or said that triggered you? If so, why did that trigger you? Were you already having a stressful day prior to your reaction? Was something weighing on your mind? Or were you just carelessly running a conditioned response that was delivered to you by your parents in the same or similar situation? Next, ask yourself, what was your reasoning or need behind your words or actions? And finding the answer to this particular question can be quite tricky because it's likely your first answer is not the core answer. For instance, with this example used, the parent might say, the reason behind me saying what I said was to get them to stop doing what they were doing. They look silly or they were acting ridiculous and I don't want them making a fool of themselves. So to that response, I might ask, what about what they were doing was silly or ridiculous? Who are you concerned about them making a fool of themselves in front of? Now the parent may reply, that behavior just isn't normal. I don't like it. I don't want people seeing my child doing that and think something is wrong with them or they're immature. And to that response or to those responses, I would ask them, why is it so important for you that your child acts quote unquote normal? Do you see normal as the only acceptable behavior? Why do you care what others think of your child? And this parent may reply, well, if I acted like that as a child, I would have been made fun of. And I don't want that for my child. And I care what other people think because I see my child's behavior as being a reflection of me. And there's your answer. Finally, I might ask that parent, what have you done or could you do to instill confidence in your child so they can be their authentic self and not feel the impact of others' judgment? And what might you need to do to address within yourself so your self-worth and values are not attached to your child. So based on this hypothetical parent's answer, the core reason and need behind their response were, one, they wanted to protect their kid from being made fun of for acting abnormal, and two, they're dealing with their own insecurities and see their child's quirky behaviors as a negative reflection on them based on their personal perspective. Continuously asking ourselves why we feel and react in the ways we do and addressing the root of why we did and said what we did is a key step in reprogramming our reactions. 
because we are now aware of why we are doing and saying certain things. And once we have the root answer, we can then begin to ask ourselves how we want to go about addressing these core needs. How could I do this differently next time or better communicate what I truly mean or want or need? So to answer the initial question for today's topic, how do we avoid parenting like our parents or even how do we break or reprogram for poor habits and behaviors? The answer is to ask yourself a lot of questions and keep asking those questions until you drill down to the root answer. So this is all for today's episode of Parenting with Emotional Intelligence. I hope you found it valuable. If you would like to learn more or have questions, I encourage you to check out generationeq.org where you can find out all this information about Generation EQ, what I do, what I offer. You can also contact me through there. I have the link in the show notes below. But until next time, live and lead with an open heart and an open mind. Thanks for listening.